Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans. Welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks. It's not Renee. It's Tan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys already know uh, that is not Renee. It's Tam. But for those who did know, well, I guess they would know anyway if they didn't know. But now you know whatever you're supposed to know. I don't know. <laughs> so this episode is me and Kenny and Renee is going to chime in a little later with his predictions. You already know the schedules have been bananas. Last week, Kenny held it down. Me and Renee chimed in. Actually, I think this is Renee's third week in a row. Is it three? Yeah. Dang. But his schedule has been crazy. (laughs) Like, he literally came back from Texas, and then he worked a morning shift, I think, at the VA hospital. And then he went, came home. And went and worked a evening shift at a whole different, a different other hospital. So, Golly. yeah, man, be working. <laughs> well, we all working, but Renee working. <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, he working, working. That Jesus, I haven't had like that level. I go in and I come back like a couple hours later. And when I was working part time, like at a grocery store, I've had that happen then. But man, that's good God, man. That's salute to him. <laughs> Get your money though. <laughs> Get your money. So what it do, Kenny? What it do? How was your weekend? And of course, we're going to talk about that dirt race at Bristol and that mud and how we were completely wrong. At least I was thinking that the postponement and the rain that we were going to have a SHIT show. I guess we still did. It's just that there wasn't any mud. But with that being said, how was your weekend? And we'll jump right into some NASCAR talk. So, of course, my weekend wasn't as eventful as Renee's per usual. But I talked about this a little bit last week. I got a brand new computer. So I am super happy about that because I have been mulling over the idea of finally upgrading because I'm using my laptop still to do my recordings and everything, but I needed something that was going to do everything. And I mean everything. If y'all don't know, I'm a gamer. Obviously, I like iRacing. I've also used to have dreams of being a pilot. Still can do that, but I like flight simulation. I needed something that was going to be able to knock everything out the park with no problems. And I found somebody that was selling a computer, went back last Tuesday, got the computer, boom, boom, bap, got the monitor. We all hooked up. Now it's just a matter of... um getting everything together. So yeah, I'm super excited about that. I'm I'm happy because I really wanted one. But yeah, I think that really summed up my weekend. I really didn't do too much else because we also suffered the same exact thing here in Charlotte. It was raining, raining like crazy. I mean, it would be cloudy and then it would pour down raining. It has been doing that for the past couple of days. But today was, as we're recording this on this Tuesday, it was nice and sunny outside. It was a real nice day, about 73 degrees. Kenny. Guess what? What's up? It's 80 degrees plus. I actually think Wednesday and Thursday is supposed to be 88 in Los Angeles. 
Good <laughs> Lord. We'll be there sooner or later. I know it's coming. These summers out here in North Carolina are different um, from my experience in three years, but it's different. <laughs> so quick question for you, Kenny. Did you upgrade and get a Mac? Or are you still on that PC? So for my purpose, I had to get a PC. I couldn't get a Mac for what I wanted to do. There's no way. <laughs> But I eventually do want to have a personal Mac. My work computer is a Mac. So eventually I do want to get a personal Mac for myself because I do like them, especially for editing. They are absolutely fantastic. They knock it out the park. I don't know how I switch between PC and Mac, especially since I spend eight hours a day on a Mac and then I go right to a PC after work. It's weird to some people, but for me, it really is seamless, honestly, because once I learn Mac, I understand all the commands and everything and I've been using PC for Lord knows when, and I get it. So, yeah, I'll be all right. (laughs) Okay. I guess we'll jump into some NASCAR. Since for the last two or three weeks, everything's been completely out of order. Kenny, you want to give us the top 10? Yeah. Bristol Dirt Race, the Food City Bristol Dirt Race, the first one. And it's coming back next year. If y'all don't know, it is coming back in 2022. I'm not sure what date just yet, but it is coming back. That's what they announced on the Jumbotron at the track. So that's pretty crazy. But before we get even get close to coming back to next year for the second race, here's just a rundown of the top 10. Obviously, Joey Logano, the man who wears glasses while he's driving, he won the race, came in first place. Ricky Stenhouse came home in second. Yo man, Denny Hamlin came home in third. He almost had a shot at winning it, as a matter of fact, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Dale Suarez, track house is on the right track. No pun intended. He came home in fourth. Ryan Newman came home in sixth. I mean, in fifth. William Byron came home in sixth. Tyler Reddick finished seventh. Ryan Blaney came in eighth. Eric Jones finished in ninth. And rounding out the top 10 was the one and only Chase Elliott, your current champion. So, notables. Got to go with Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell by default. They finished 29th and 34th, and Eric Amarola also finished 36th. And what do they all have in common? They wrecked with one another, basically. <laughs> they all wrecked within a pretty small time frame. So Eric Amarola got into it with another car, and he was out pretty early. And then Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson, of all two people, easily the favorites going into the dirt race, they happened to tangle And that was just the end of their day. It just did not go well for the two favorites. I mean, a lot of people were penciling down Chase Briscoe, Kyle Larson, and Christopher Bell easily all day, every day, right? Unfortunately, they just did not have great days. Neither All all the favorites did not have a great day, honestly. Joey Logano was probably the last person I would have picked to win this thing. I don't know how you were feeling about that. But yeah, it was surprising that Joey actually won, but Denny just didn't make the right move, unfortunately. Two questions for you. Where did Kyle Busch finish, and how many drivers were on the lead lap when it was all said and done? Let's take a look and see where did Mr. Kyle Busch finish. I mean, Kurt Busch. You said Kurt or Kyle? Kyle Busch. Well, you can tell us where Kurt finished, but at this point... Well... <laughs> You know what's crazy? They finished in front of each other. Kurt Busch finished the 16th and Kyle Busch came home in 17th, which is kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, the reason why I asked is because literally I received, oh, I think I was talking to a friend. This was before we got on the clubhouse room and we'll talk about the epic clubhouse room that we were in in a bit. And yeah, I know you guys are like, oh my God, they're always talking about this clubhouse. 
If you're not on Clubhouse, you got to get on Clubhouse to know what we're talking about because it has changed the game for us when it comes to motorsports because we have been able to connect with so many people from around the world. And yeah, we talk NASCAR, but we also talk Formula One. And it is just crazy to be talking to people that actually work for Formula One, people who are in Africa, people who are in London. We have talked to people from all over the world. Shoot, I actually met someone who lived down the street from me in Los Angeles, right? Ain't that some yeah. club clubhouse is it's it's lit. I like it. Honestly, I didn't think I was gonna be on it as much until I figured until we figured out that uh hey, there is somewhat of a motorsports presence there. So that keeps me entertained. So I can do that. And I've been in a couple NBA ones as well, actually. <laughs> yeah, so I was saying about Kyle Bush. So my friend just so happened was flicking channels and he's not a NASCAR guy. He's in Texas. He lives not too far from Texas Motor Speedway. But it's funny how people aren't into NASCAR, but they know Kyle Busch, they know Jimmy Johnson, they know Dale Jr. It's going to be a sad day when Kyle Busch is gone. I know people love to hate him, but people who don't know much about the sport, they know about that guy. And my friend was like, oh, wait, what is happening here? Why is Kyle Busch racing on dirt? And for us, obviously, we know, but for a non-NASCAR fan to just be flicking the channels and come across these cars on dirt, and he didn't even realize at first, he said that he was like, what is this? And then he realized it was NASCAR, but then with his limited knowledge, even he knew like NASCAR doesn't race on dirt. So he was like, what is happening here? He was like, why? (laughs) What is this with Kyle Busch? And so that's why I asked where Kyle Busch finished, because I I think when he asked me that, Kyle Busch was pulling into the pits or something. I can't really recall, but. Oh, you know what? I think I know when your friend probably chimed in was when he started to overheat and that issue happened. He Because he looked good at first, like he was rolling, which is crazy to say. But yeah, I'm sure that dirt probably threw a lot of people for the loop. It's been Hell, they haven't been on dirt. I wasn't even alive the last time NASCAR was on dirt in in the Cup Series. They, I think it was 51 years ago, to be accurate, I believe. And the only other series that's been on dirt has been the trucks. They went to Eldora, a.k.a. Tony's house. But yeah, I would have been shocked if I was a NASCAR fan and I hadn't watched for a long time. Even even a casual person, I'd be like, wait, they're on dirt? Really? It shocked somebody, honestly. I can't imagine if I had never watched and I'm like, wait, they were some dirt too? <laughs> yeah, he was like, all they're doing is sliding around. He was like, it looks like they're drifting. And I said, that's a good observation <laughs> because no one, at least to my knowledge, any of the NASCAR fans equated it with drifting because not that we know better, but it's just not the way we would look at it. But in fact, as someone who doesn't follow NASCAR, that was the first thing he thought, that they looked like they were drifting. Either way, I thought it was pretty cool. Unfortunately, the race didn't happen on Sunday, but maybe it was a good thing. Well, no, because it was Monday during the day. But I think like if it would have been in prime time on Monday, that would have been a perfect opportunity for NASCAR to attract new eyes and new viewers. I'm not saying convert them to fans or that, you know, they would have (laughs) attracted new fans. But the fact that 
he just so happened got home from work and because he works an earlier shift and flicked the TV and saw it. He was like, wait, what is this? But just think if the race would have been on a Sunday night or a Monday, you know, after it was rescheduled Monday night, that would have been really great for NASCAR. But obviously it didn't happen Mm. that way. But going back to my second question. So so I'm going to ask that question and add a third question. How many drivers were on the lead lap and which drivers actually led a lap? Because as we know, Daniel Suarez led a few laps and it was amazing and people were happy. But he didn't win. <laughs> he was close. He was really, really strong. I mean, 19 cars finished on the lead lap. The last lead lap car was Martin Truex. And that's kind of crazy because he had won the race earlier in the afternoon in the trucks. And that was just his third attempt in his career. And he actually got a win, which is pretty, that's pretty crazy, honestly. But Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, Daniel Suarez, who led 58 laps, he was, he was on a roll. Um, on, on Monday afternoon, Martin Truex Jr. led 126. So, you know, he had the car, but it just didn't work out for him towards the end. But yeah, you know, it wasn't a ton of different leaders, but I thought a lot of the battles in between the middle pack were really, really good. And in a weird way, we had, I don't know if force parody is the word, is the right phrase to say, but I felt like dirt was a element where you truly had to you had to wheel the hell out of a race car because there was no, there was no depending completely on the car. You had to drive it. It it became a true driver's track in that moment. Honestly. Okay. Want to talk about trucks or what should we talk about next? I will say one thing, and this kind of goes back to what you said. So obviously Saturday as well got rained out, and we kind of got a little bit of of the show cut out because of that. I thought it would have been really cool on on Saturday to see the cup cars as well because they were going to run the heat races and that would have been under the lights that would have been awesome and I feel like dirt racing is at its prime when it's at night now does that mean we have to run it at night honestly I feel like we should for the best product possible in my opinion you know I could be completely wrong but yeah it also thinks back to well we have the bristol night race do we want to have both these races at night and obviously the bristol night races has a little bit more i guess you could say prestige compared to the spring race the spring race unfortunately for the last couple years has been plagued with weather upon weather upon weather and you know we got a lot of that on both saturday and sunday so yeah i I mean kudos to bristol for getting the track done because they did a phenomenal job they worked overnight while most folks were probably sleeping they prepared that track to a t as well as they could i think just for next year i think they have a they have something to go by now and i think they have to really consider making sure the track gets watered way more than what it was i think it was good that they did it but i think it had to be just a tad bit more just to help everybody out because it became a little dusty out there and that's typically what you have to do when it's not you know necessarily a regular dirt track since this is a converted from concrete to dirt you got to kind of treat it a little bit different but i think for the first time that was great but i guess you just got to continue to learn as you move forward for next year and i think they'll be prepared better hopefully we can get next year through with weather (laughs) without weather excuse me i heard some chatter well i shouldn't say heard i've read some chatter on twitter where there were a few people who questioned whether the dirt race should have been at Bristol 
or should it have been at a true dirt race track? Any thoughts on that? So I can understand the argument, of course, because when you look at it, all right, so Bristol is an SMI track. If you guys don't know, that's Speedway Motorsports Incorporated. They own anything that's not NASCAR owned. An example, Bristol, Charlotte, Sonoma, etc. So a few of their venues have dirt tracks. Las Vegas has one. Um, Charlotte, which is a pretty popular one, has one just off the top of my head. NASCAR also technically has one at Chicagoland. Uh, Route 66, that dirt track right there on the property. I don't know, honestly, if the venue would be viable for cup and trucks to have to run the event. I don't know. I can't. I don't know the logistics to that, but I I think it would be cool to do it because I've always really wanted the all star race when it was constantly here in Charlotte. I wanted it to be at the dirt track one year, at least, you know, just to mix it up and do something different. I thought that would have been cool. So maybe in the future we might get something like that. Maybe. Who knows? But. What we do know is next year, we've got Bristol Dirt again in the spring. Well, we don't know if it's the spring just yet, but still, it seems like likely it'll be the spring. But yeah, it'll be cool. I don't know what you think about it. I don't know what you feel about dirt racing. It's cool to me. I've seen it in person, but you know, it's not necessarily everyone's cup of tea. I like the race. It was something different. It was something new. I thought it was exciting. It was a lot of slipping and sliding. That rhymed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I I liked it. it. It was what it was. They made it do what it do. I think I would have yeah. liked to see it under the lights, though. But yeah, that's okay. No, that's that's all right. I I was hoping to see the trucks under the lights on Saturday, but it was just so bad. It just wasn't gonna happen. Like you could just tell. And I felt the same way on Sunday. I was like, man, this just doesn't look good weather wise and it's already cool and it's kind of hardy to track back together it's you know yeah you didn't want it to turn into indie because i saw there was that one compare i saw someone say that and i just can't remember who but i'm like i don't know if it hit 2008 brickyard levels when it came to if you guys don't know that was a tire debacle where a whole bunch of tires got cut down and goodyear was in shambles and it was a it was a mess at Indy. It, it was like one of the worst races to a lot of fans. And it actually one of my friends, uh, Dontre, his parents went to that same race with him. And after they saw that, they had not been back wow. to Indy for the Cup race. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of people from that event got turned off just off of that. It's almost kind of like what happened at Kentucky a few years ago when they first opened the track and people couldn't get there. So yeah, that didn't go so well. And stuff like that, you know, kind of implants some people, especially if that's like your first time there. You're like, damn, I hope this doesn't always happen. But some people are just like, no, I'm not coming back. It's like going to a restaurant, getting bad food. It might be that one bad time, but some people just don't come back. Some people do. So kind of that situation. Dontre, of course, came back. (laughs) But yeah, so I don't think it hit that level. Honestly, I thought we got a pretty good show. I'm just glad everything kind of held out and they took time to prepare to track for the race. I know. It got a little dusty and people couldn't see for a little bit. Again, like I said before, they'll learn from that type of situation. and They'll continue to move. But I thought it was fun. I didn't go in with an expectation of it has to be like Eldora or whatever. I just wanted to see what what it'll do and how fun it'll be. And next year, it will be with the next gen car. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, definitely. I personally thought it lived up to the hype. I don't really know what more could have been done to make it any better. I don't know either. 
had a few drivers taken out. You had a big one. You had some drivers lead laps, you know, more than one. Like, I, I don't know what else you could have asked for. But I do know, I don't think anyone picked Joey Logano to win. No. Who won some money on that? I got to wonder who, because somebody had to have picked him. I don't know what his odds were, but it certainly probably wasn't that high. I don't think so, at least. But it definitely wasn't higher than Kyle Larson, because I feel like he had to have been the favorite going in at any sports book. It's a natural fit, and it I don't know. But somebody got paid. Hey, if you got paid... You know, shout out to you. It wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea if you, you know, toss me a dollar. But shout out to you, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> shout out to Mr. Lewis Hamilton. You know what I mean? Look. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Man, that F1 race was one hell of oh, a race. God. You ain't watch it? Yes. Watch the replay because it was a great race. <laughs> it was perfect because Lewis Frank had tweeted something to the effect. I don't want to misquote him, but it has something to do with us watching a Formula One race, but not watching a NASCAR race on a Sunday because we have grown accustomed to watching both races on a Sunday. But no disrespect to the sport we love and we talk about, but I was okay with just watching the Formula One race because I thought it was that good. Like the ending, it was intense. And Kenny and I actually watched the race live with people in the clubhouse room. Which was that was fun. It was it was really very fun. different. <laughs> yeah. It was diff- it was um not what I expected because I usually t- like I'll text Tam or I might text like Kobe and Dontre during the race, but I usually don't watch it like if I'm on the phone, quote unquote. I guess is the best equivalent I can have um when I'm watching any race or most sporting events. I don't watch them on the phone with somebody. I'm like, uh, yeah, you we can talk after or text during the event, but yeah. Doesn't happen too often, but the clubhouse deal was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, we should try that for a NASCAR race. It's a little distracting because you're talking and trying to watch, but it was exciting. It was almost like, well, I, it, nothing compares to being at a NASCAR or a Formula One race, but you were amongst other fans. So it was actually pretty neat. Maybe we'll do it. Yeah, it was like going to the bar. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Next time, maybe a margarita for me it would be a virgin pina colada but, <laughs> yeah. right, look first of all we're talking nas if we're doing nascar it would actually be beers not margaritas but you know <laughs> i'm from california what can i say <laughs> yeah so what else is going on in nascar before we move into some predictions and call it a wrap on this episode i'm actually glad you said that because you know what this has hit me like a ton of bricks before I go into this other thing. One, we are off this weekend, which is so crazy because it's Easter. And honestly, I did not realize it till my friend Dontre was like, hey, you know, we're off this weekend. I'm like, what? I'm like, really? I had to look at the calendar twice. I feel like I've been working so much. I haven't even thought twice to where we are in the calendar. All the days mix up. I work from home. So like all the days are like literally back to back to back oh it's saturday oh it's friday oh it's sunday okay but yeah we are off but we are going to martinsville as soon as we come out the break which i am excited for because the next three races are going to be fun martinsville richmond talladega that is going to be a fun bunch of races coming out of the easter break but they are testing at martinsville with the next gen car 
this week. So that's going to be interesting. Not sure if we'll get any video or pictures because it's close to the public. Or, I mean, close to media as well. So we'll see. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So here's the question. Should we take a off week next week? I guess so. Could we give our predictions now in that case for Martinsville? I mean, I don't think that's bad. We can do it. Okay, so we'll give our predictions now and we'll take off next week for Easter. And you already know I'm going to be watching Versus. Shout out to Versus. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Man, I ain't an old head, but I love me some Earth, Wind & Fire. So, you know, I'm about to be in that joint turned up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be watching Earth, Wind & Fire. The Isley Brothers with Steve Harvey hosting and DJ Nice on the decks. So, yeah, so that's how I'm going to spend my Easter Sunday. But, okay. I'm, I'm so happy about that. Like, I, I don't think you understand. Like, I'm so happy the Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind & Fire. Then, not that weekend, but then I think it's Escape and SWV. That's another one coming up. I'm looking forward to both of those. I'm looking forward to Redman and Method Man. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be live. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch all of them. So it's going to be what it's going to be. Kenny, I feel like before we go into predictions, I, I we're missing something, no? Honestly, no, because the dirt race was our big topic. It was it was a weekend. I mean, that that was it. I mean, I don't think there's anything else like significant because nobody failed inspection. Everyone passed. Unless you're thinking of... The little fight that happened on, well, not even fight. More so, some drivers get mad. It's Bristol, so it's going to happen. In the truck race, John Hunter Nemechek and Matt Crafton, they got into it. John Hunter Nemechek was on the bad end. His day was done. He flipped off Matt Crafton. Crafton had some choice words on the radio for him. Then Nemechek went to pit road, and he said something to their crew. And then, of course, at the end of the race, Matt Crafton's crew went to his, and they, you know, exchanged a, little, a few words back and forth. But, yeah, that's the only other thing I can think of coming out of Bristol. Okay. Maybe next time we'll go in-depth. Because remember, like, we used to give all the backstories. But then I'm like, does anyone really care about everything that's going on? But we'll have <laughs> more for you when we come back from Easter break. So, without further ado, it is time for some per. It's time for race predictions. Kenny, what it do? Who you got? Man, every time I feel like me and Renee make predictions, either they're close or they're like like minded. Because sometimes my one and two, our one and two is identical, or then he picks the other two people I'm maybe maybe thinking about picking, but. This time around, we're going to Martinsville, the paperclip, another short track, and I believe that is going to be under the lights on a Saturday evening, so that's going to be fun. I love that track. I haven't been in a while, but I also witnessed the Denny Hamlin scuffle in person, so that was pretty dope. But (laughs) for me, I'm actually going to go with Ryan Blaney as my main pick and to make the first two-time winner in the Cup Series so far this season, and then for my alternative pick... I'll pick an eighth different winner, and that'll be Denny Hamlin. He's a Virginia boy. He's won at Martinsville plenty of times. I feel like he's finally due for one there. It's just right if he wins one under the lights, Quite to be quite frank. So those are my predictions. I'm sticking to them. What say you, Miss Tam? You already know who I'm going with, but 
I should. <laughs> but let me tell you why. You mentioned the scuffle, the fact that Denny came up short at the Bristol Dirt Race. VA boy, we need an eighth winner in our eighth race to keep it going. Who else am I picking? Denny Hamlin is my pick to win. And my alternative, just because you talked about scuffle and I'm thinking about the middle fingers, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going with Chase Elliott. So those are my picks. I'm sticking to them. Those are Renee's picks. Of course, he's sticking to them. Stick it to him. <laughs> he's sticking to them. <laughs> Maybe he is sticking to them. I don't know. Maybe not. That sounds weird. I don't know. Okay. Kenny's sticking to his picks as well. There you have it, good folks. Happy Easter. Enjoy your Sunday. If you don't already, make sure to hit the subscribe button. If you haven't, leave us a five-star review. If you don't have anything positive to say, keep it moving. Yes, I did say that. We appreciate you. We do this podcast for you. And make sure to check us out across the board at Turns No Breaks on Instagram and the Twitter. We are on the Clubhouse Our club is NASCAR Talk. Look for the black and white logo. It's actually a tire mark. So look for that. We will be on Wednesday. So actually, yeah, after you listen to this episode on Wednesday, we'll be on Clubhouse talking more NASCAR. Time is just moving. (laughs) And yeah, that's pretty much it. So we will see you after Martinsville. See y'all. Y'all have a happy holiday. Take it easy. And don't forget to catch that Earth, Wind & Fire and Odyssey Brothers joint. It's going to be dope. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. 